leads. Let's talk about everybody's favorite topic in business, how to get more leads. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. What's up, Podcast Nation? Hopefully that intro whetted your whistle a bit. And it was a little sarcasm, a little tongue-in-cheek, because I know that leads are typically not everybody's favorite talk of, like topic. It's actually probably the bane of everybody's existence because not not only can they be like not very great, they can also be very uh, the ebb and flow. And I, I just a sales manager, a business owner's favorite question they love to ask salespeople is. Do you have any leads? You know, what's the business like? And it's worth having a conversation. I'm actually surprised that I haven't done an episode about leads yet because they are such an important part of business. They're really the lifeblood of a business. And if you have great leads, your business is doing great. If you have poor leads, you're you're doing bad. But because of the way I was brought up in business, I have a little bit of a unique perspective and it's worth diving into that and having a conversation. So well, let me just, I was going to talk about a definition of leads, but let's just, if, if you, you should know what a lead is, but let me start off with, with my story in business. So I literally didn't know what a lead is for a really long time. I did education in academia and didn't really do business. And I, my first job that I fell into, cause I couldn't get a job out of college was door to door sales. If you've heard my story, you, you know that, but I remember just showing up to the office and I was like, okay, I just show up and what's supposed to happen. There was no like pre-training or anything. And they just, they literally took us out. This is our training. They took us out and it was pest control. And they said, that's a spider web. That's a hobo spider. People don't like those. And I was like, dude, I know more about hobo spiders than you do. He's like, just tell people they don't like that. And once you get somebody interested, call us over. And we'll help you get a sale. And then I like shadowed my manager for like two or three doors and that was it. And we just like were on the doors. And I remember going through that whole summer, just knocking doors, getting sales, and, and had, a, had a really good time, was successful. It was a grind, it was hard work, but it turned out really good. And then after the summer was done, my wife had a year left in school, so I went back to school and I was looking for a job and I applied um, for a sales manager position at a, local, at a local pest control company there. And I got the job and I remember sitting down with the CEO and he's like, well, Cody, what can we do? What What's the best way of known to get leads? And I looked at him like totally, this is true story. I know you're gonna think I'm crazy. This is a true story. I looked at him like dead, like blank, like, and I was like, Mike, what's a lead? And he's like, oh shoot, I just hired this guy. It's a sales manager. He doesn't know what a lead is. And he, he explained to me what a lead is. And now he's just like, is this guy even worth it? Um, we ended up growing like crazy and doing really well, but I just remember that first initial like, what's a lead? He's like, it's how you get new business. If you like, you have somebody that's gonna be a sale, before they're a sale, they're a lead because they need to, you need to generate interest in them. And from my perspective, it was like, um, I just go out and knock a door and turn someone into a sale. There was no like lead to sale, lead to opportunity to sale like customer progression path. There was like knock on the door 
they either say no or they sign the dotted line and give me their credit card. There's no such thing as a lead. It's a it's a sale or a nothing. And uh, but I remember working for a traditional business and like learning about leads, nurturing leads, turning you know turning leads and opportunities, all that jazz. And you have you know amazing CRMs to help take like customers through that journey. And I'm one. I was first embarrassed because I felt like I was uneducated because I didn't know what a lead was. But at the same time, I'm actually very, very grateful that I had that just like hard knocks, literally um, grow up in business experience because it taught me not to rely on leads and to really focus on the end goal, which is sales. And the for me, I, I divide leads up into two different categories. The first category, well, and it's just really simple. You have the, or the way you approach leads. You have fishing and hunting. Right, so I personally just to put it out there, I hate fishing. Fishing drives me nuts because what fishing is is like you don't know necessarily where the fish are. I mean, you can have a, a sonar, a radar, and and but generally speaking, like you have a piece of bait, you're throwing it out there in the water, and you're hoping someone something bites. When it bites, you have to reel it in and catch it, right? And there, there's those type of leads, fishing leads, and then there's hunting leads. Like that, I know there's animals out there, and I can see them with my eyes. And there's certain like scents and trails and, and markers that I can define those. But once I see it, I have my like target set and I can just shoot the thing, right? And that's for me, I, I prefer hunting over fishing. Not that there's not a place for both and some per, somebody might be better at fishing than hunting. But for me, as I categorize leads in those two, it really helps me understand like what the purpose or what like the, the process for each lead is and how to go about it being very effectively, right? So door to door or like direct sales is very much a hunting mentality. I have people out there that I'm going to go find them and turn them into a sale. They don't know what my product is. They don't know who I am, but I'm going to go out there and I'm going to say, Hey, I know you have this problem in your life and I'm going to help you fix it. And you're going to help me pay money. You're going to pay me money to help you fix the problem. It's a, it's a very, I want to say, I don't want to say controlling, but it's, it's a, you have a lot of control. Um, it is a lot of work and it's very scary because it, it involves lots of cold calling, but you have a, a high degree of control over your pipeline, right? And in your customers. Uh, that, that's what I prefer and that's what I've built my career off of. The second one that I actually think I'm learning way more about and is just as viable is that more advertising fishing type, right? So you have these leads out there, these people out there that are interested and they may show interest in some form, form or fashion. And you throw a bait out there and you catch them. Like, so for example, Home Advisor. Like, Home Advisor is this platform where people have, need help with on certain things. So, whether that's a handyman or like an HVAC repair or whatever, and you can go on there and find pretty much anybody to help you with anything you can relate it with your home cleaning, repair, installation of various items, right? And that person's already interested. They put their interest in like a form and then you're notified the company about that customer and then you reach out to them. The problem with that is usually there's a lot of competition. Um, it is easier because someone else is doing the work for you on the front end, but it is harder to earn that customer. And uh, Facebook advertising or advertisements aren't necessarily working through like another media. Well, you are working through a medium. If you're like, let's say you're running TV advertisements, then you're, you're really fishing, right? You're saying, I know there's people out there that solve this problem. I don't know who they are, but I'm going to put an ad out there and hopefully somebody bites, you know, calls the number or goes to the website. 
And that's the same with Facebook or any of these or other social media platform. And obviously some are more effective than others, depending on your, your market. And it's that you just have to have eyes wide open when you're looking at different lead sources and divide them up like that. My, my goal is not to give maybe on the, another episode, I'll give specific tactics on fishing or hunting. The goal of this episode is to say, understand your lead source and understand what the process is, is to get an individual to buy from your product and for you to service them. And the, the better you understand that model, the more effective you will be and the more like focused you will be on getting people. I, I meet with so many companies and they don't know what their like main customer acquisition model is and they struggle to get customers. It's because they're not focused on one model. And I've noticed the ones that focus on one model and get really, really good at either like throwing really good yummy bait out there and hooking customers in or just going out there and hunting for customers and, and turning them into in hunting for like potential clients and turning them into customers. Like whoever focuses on one does very, very good. All right. And now I do want to introduce a third way to get leads. And this is what I call the happy hunting ground because like with fishing, it's, it's nice because it's fairly easy and laid back. But it, it takes some time and you don't have a ton of control. You can be a pretty good fisherman, but you still have to really rely on, rely on the fish. In hunting, you take a lot of control. You know, how fast you walk, what, where you're at, where the animals are. It, there's still chance involved in it, but you're actually, you're actively pursuing something and you can see it with your eyes. Okay. And that, that like helps. But there's another lead source that I call the happy hunting ground. And I, this literally changed my business. It was so amazing because instead of me having to go out and do a ton of work to get one lead or a sale or having to wait for a fish to come, it was it beat both of those, right? I grew up hunting and that's why I probably share these analogies. And I always remember doing all this work to go elk hunting like or, or whatever hunting we did. It was always a ton of freaking work. And then sometimes we would go a whole season and not get anything. I was so frustrated by it. And I thought, what if I just lived on this ranch and I sat in my back porch in my pajamas and random animals would just come across my way and I could shoot them. Wouldn't that be so much easier? And that's in, in business. A lot of times that's what we hope for. We hope for just lay down sales that come right up to our doorstep and say, Hey, I need your product. Can you, can you pay for me? Most businesses think that's a unicorn or Holy grail, but it's not. And if you want to learn more about how to create a happy hunting ground for your business, where literally, without you having to do hardly any work, people come to you and ask for your product or service without getting a competing bid, without going for anywhere else. So one, you have a hot prospect that's really, really in need of your service. And two, they're not shopping around. That's what I call the happy hunting ground that does exist nowadays. And there are businesses running the happy hunting ground. It does take some work. It does take time. It's not instant. And you have to have a good quality product and service that is actively helping people. If you have that, then this you can find this happy hunting ground. And it's amazing. And, and just so you know, there are places like this. There are like, I, I remember the first time I went on a guided hunt in a hunting ranch and literally I just sat there and like the animals came right to, we got our, we got our kill and moved on. It was like, why have I never done this? Oh yeah. Because I have to pay for the, 
the feeding it on the ranch. Um, but it's such a better, like, such a more, like, easier, effective way of hunting, just paying for an access fee onto the ranch. So you do have to pay a fee to get on the ranch. But once you're on the ranch, it's just, you have your pick. So that's my take on leads. If you do want to find out about the hunting, happy hunting ground, feel free to email me or look at me up on Facebook, Cody Teal, um, T-H-I-E-L, or um, solarhourglass.com. That's the solar, just not the, it's www.solarhourglass.com.